0: Section 14 of The Old Soak and Hail and Farewell. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Matthew D. Robinson the old soak and hail and farewell by don marquis chapter fourteen continuing the history of the rum demon unfermented grape juice well as i said in my last chapter it is time for me to get down to brass tacks and describe just what those bar-rooms that has been vanished was like so that future generations of posterity will know what they missed, and to tell the truth in all particulars, so help me. Some of them was that arted up with hand paintings that, if you had all them paintings in your home, you would feel proud of yourself, like Solomon in all his glory, and would feel like you was living in the midst of a high art museum, and the shining brass cuspidors to spit in and the brass rail and all them shiny glasses and bottles and mirrors made up a scene of grandeur and glory like the good book mentions and you would think you was king pharaoh of egypt if you lived in the midst of all that or job and all his riches before the itch broke out on him well speaking of the good book My wife has always been more or less of a prohibitionist in order to show me that she is independent of me, and one day one of these here church friends of hers tries to tell me all the liquor that was drinked in the Bible wasn't nothing but unfermented grape juice. Yes it was, I said. Don't you believe it was. Like hell it was. You go and get your testament and see where King Solomon talks about the stuff that makes the heart merry, and then go and swill yourself with grape juice and see if you could get the way he was when he wrote, eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow you die. And how about the time them two women came to him with that one child, and both claimed that it was hern, and he says to the officer on duty, let me see that there sword of yourn for a minute. I'll darn soon see who this kid belongs to. And verily the officer drawed his sword, and the king he heaved it up and was about to cut the kid in two, when one of the women says to stop, unhand him, king, and not do the rash act. It is the other woman's you, lamb, and let her have it, it being her own all the time, and her one you, lamb, and her preferring to see the other woman grab it off than have half of it. Well, says the king, half a loaf is better than no bread, but with infants it is different. Take the child, it is yours, woman, and go and sin no more. Well, now I ask you, was King Solomon drinking the unfermented juice of the grape when he got that there hunch, or was he not? i will say he was not them radical and righteous ideas never come to a man when he is cold sober he has got to have a shot of something moving around under his belt before he gets that away. and how about them bible hangovers i said to this here church person man and boy i've been a student of the bible from cover to cover for a good many years now and i never seen a book with more evidences of hangovers and cats and jammers into it how about that there book that says vanity vanity all is vanity well i ask you did you ever get that way in the morning after you had spent the night before drinking the unfermented juice of the grape That there book of Exclusiastics is just one long howl from the next morning head. Things seem right, says old Exclusiastic, and they look right, but if you bite into them they don't taste right, or words to that effect. And you stick around a while, says old man Exclusiastic, and you'll darn soon see they ain't nothing right nowhere and never will be again moreover says he i was wrong when i used to think things was right there ain't never anything anywhere been all right and i was all wrong when i was a young feller and used to think things was right and the wrongest thing about the whole business is the darn fools like i used to be who go around saying things is all right and the sum and substance of everything is vanity says he vanity vanity all is vanity you could tell some folks that that there old exclusiastic was writing as the result of unfermented grape juice but a man with any experience of his own knows a good deal better and what kind of a taste was in his mouth you can't tell an old bible reader like me anything about this unfermented stuff The trouble with these ere church people is that too many of them ain't never read the Bible. Or if they did read it, they read it with the idea that it was saying something else like they wanted it to say. I always stuck to the Bible in spite of the church folks, and I always will, for it has got some kick into it. There is three things in the world I always stick to the bible and hard liquor and calomel for they has got the kick to them you can have all your light wines and unfermented stuff and all your pretty new thought religions and all your new medicines you want to but for me i will stick to the old testament and corn whiskey and calomel like my forefathers done before me You can't pull any of that unfermented stuff on me and get away with it. End of section 14